podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Love your propane grill? Well, life just got a little easier with Propane Taxi. Stop lugging that tank. Propane Taxi is a propane grill tank home delivery service that's ridiculously easy and convenient. Just go online, choose a delivery date, and Propane Taxi delivers grill tanks straight to your door. You can exchange any brand of tank. And right now, new customers get their first tank exchange for $10 with promo code TANK10. That's $10 for your first tank exchange with promo code TANK10. Visit PropaneTaxi.com. No contact, no commitment, no problem. At Capella University, education is as smart as the world around us. With the FlexPath format, you can take classes at your own pace, set your own deadlines, and even leverage your previous experience to move faster. Now that's smart. Learn more at capella.edu. Hello, good evening and welcome to the Fatback 4 Daily for this Wednesday evening. Your countdown to the City game at Anfield on Sunday begins here. This show is brought to you by Paddy Power. Paddy Power is a bookies, a website and an app. If you gamble, please gamble responsibly and try to do so with Paddy Power. Tonight on the show, listen, we're just going to take it as it goes. Um, anything that comes up in the chat room, we will have a little chat about. And any other topics that myself and my guest comes up, I'm sure we'll have a natter about that. 30 to 40 minutes, you know the, you know the drill. Before I get going on everything though, if you were watching on, on Periscope, please share, please share it onto your timeline. If you're watching on YouTube, brilliant. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Make sure you hit the bell icon so you get a notification that we're on live and it's nearly every night. And uh, yeah, there's prizes to be won in November if you are a subscriber on YouTube. Uh, tonight with me is um, our good friend, the man with the, the gank flu, he, he described it as before we came on. It's Chris Brack. Chris, how are you, my man? I'm absolutely full of it, mate. <laughs> yeah, um, you, you sound like you're in bad form. Uh, not bad form in, in, in the sense that you're, you're being a moody fucker. Um, in the <laughs> sense that you, you sound like <laughs> you're on death's door. Oh, give it time. I might, I might become that. You never know. Yeah, listen, I, I, listen, there's loads <laughs> of people around me that are like that. Um, I don't know whether that's me or whether just the people I hang around with. Uh, Chris Pross says, good evening, Chris. How are you, my man? Uh, Kirkers LFC says, Liverpool 3-0 on the weekend versus City. Salah gets two and the Ox also scores. Um, listen, we'll, we, we'll have loads of predictions as we go, as we go through this. Um, but Chris, the first thing I want to start about, Liverpool won the game last night against Genk. There's been a couple of talking points that have come out of it, namely uh, Naby Keita. I had a chat um, last night with Sean Dunn on this show about it. And, you know, we, we were kind of in agreement that, you know, we had a decent game. He, he probably needs a run of games and stuff like that. But uh, where do you stand on it? Because I, I might as well get your opinion. It's, it's, it's one of the big topics we had last night. So I want to just get your opinion on it before we go any further. Uh, from what I saw in the, the game, he was um, he was ne- he was neat and tidy, linked play up, uh, <coughs> constantly move. But th- that's all he was in the first half. He was neat and tidy, seemed to tire a lot second half. I think that's why he got hooked. But I don't know. I think I think the problem that Bicay has got is I think there's a lot of hype around when we signed him because we, we had to wait a year, and he's probably got a bit of a higher expectation of him now because uh, people are expecting this. Goal scoring, all, all action midfielders, but he's possibly not that type of player. But it's hard to, it's hard to judge him because every time he gets a run of two or three games, he seems to pick up a, another niggle, which is a, a slight concern, but it's unusual for Liverpool because they're normally quite good at fixing that sort of stuff 
you know, they've got Sturridge playing a lot more than he had done in recent years. Same with, you know, Lallana to a lesser extent. So hopefully they can um, fix it. But yeah, I think he just seems a fairly marmite player. But he's either brilliant or he's crap in, in most people's eyes. He's, he's nothing in between. Yeah, no, you know, like I'm only, I'm kind of, that wasn't a loaded question. It was just there was a lot of talk, even on air timeline today about Naby Keita. People were saying he needed to do this, that, and the other. Other people were saying, no, he's actually, he's, he's great. He's, you know, I, I think sometimes people go too far in the extreme in both ways. Um, I've come out of it thinking. And what I've always thought, I think he has all the capabilities to be a brilliant Liverpool player. He probably just needs, I'd love to see him 10, 15 games where he's involved, heavily involved. And, and then you make a judgment on him. And if he gets that, one of the problems is out of the way where we're talking about niggling injuries. He's 10, 15 games on a roll now and, and we're all happy, you know. Um, but look, we'll have to wait and see. Um, he, he, I think he'll figure at some stage on Sunday, whether it be from the start or whether off the bench, we'll have to wait and see. Kevin O'Sullivan just has a, 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 um, a, a a comment up there saying and sent off. Kev, you're gonna to have to give me more details on that man. Um, I'm, you know, I'm not Mystic Meg. I don't know what, don't know what that is. Mystery man says Ederson off injured tonight for City. I've seen that. Um, off at half time. Does anybody know the extent of it? Has anything been rumoured as to what's going on there? Um, BT, BT was saying it was just a precaution, just a niggle. Okay. Uh, then they brought they brought Bravo on, mm-hmm. and in the 80th minute he got himself sent off. So I think Kyle Walker when he goes for the last 10 minutes, so that was quite entertaining. I did see that. I did see that in fairness, um, and I like that. And and you know what? I know it's you know, but I look, unless it's against Liverpool, I like players that go in goal and, and keep a clean sheet for the whether it's 10 minutes or something something along them lines. You know, um, fair play to him. Uh, Kevin, still remember uh, some of Steve Stoughton saving the derby when he went in goal. Yeah, Steve Stoughton, and I remember Noel Quinn a couple of years ago saving a penalty, and we were only talking about that in our WhatsApp group a few minutes ago. Um, Kevin Sullivan says, Nappy needs to stay fit. If he can't, if he can't manage that consistently, uh, then in the summer, um, I think, what are you talking about? Uh, he needs to sort himself out in the summer, or you think he'd be gone? Um, sorry, Kevin Sullivan then says, Claudio Bravo was sent off. Yeah, well, it's not going to affect us at the weekend, but obviously it does look like, um, it does look like a, a precautionary thing with regards to Edison. Stephen Max says, Captain coming, Gav. Stephen, don't do that to me, man, please. Chris Bross says, we have mad, we have mad fixtures coming up, so we will, uh, we'll see Kate a few more times. We're going to see a lot of them. Um, we're going to see, a lot, especially in midfield, I think you are going to see a, bit, a big shift around the midfield. The front three, I think you try to use as much as possible. Uh, the back four, he's going to have to rely on Lovren a bit. Um, unless Gomez steps it up a little bit, I think Lomez, Gomez looks a little bit lost at the moment. But I'm sure, um, given time I think, and, and I think, given direction, I think Gomez, Gomez, I think Gomez looks like uh, Matip when he finally broke back into the side in like January time. Yeah, he, I think he's. I think he's. He needs a run. The problem at the moment is we can't really risk him in a run when we just need to keep getting wins. But hopefully, after the City game, the run is possibly a little bit more favourable, so that we can rotate the two of them. Yeah, well, we'll have to wait and see. I think you just, Joe Gomez probably needs an arm around him and, and be told, look, you're good. Stop trying to overdo it. Um, if anyone has any topics that they want to talk about, where, away from Naby Keita, away from, uh, Joe Gomez, on City, on, on how you feel it's gonna go, the City injury problems that they have, what way we might line up, they might line up, absolutely, um, <coughs> absolutely, uh, throw them at us as we go um, Chris I did say at the start of the show this is the countdown to Man City and, and we're, we're, at, we're, we're at Wednesday now what is it four days to go before the game um, just under four days before, before the game kicks off uh, how are you feeling right now because a lot of people go through a lot of stages during the week it can be nerves it can be defiance and then it can be just rattling come the time the half four comes and the, and the, and the, the match kicks off 
Uh, I'm quite chilled about it, to be honest. I'm, uh, be, I'm looking forward to it. I probably, I think the nerves are probably kicking on the day. Uh, but at the moment, I'm quite, quite relaxed about it. You know, we're, we're probably we're in the better position, uh, and you've got to be confident with our home form. I know defensively we may be like to tighten up a bit more, but I think City could argue they've got the same problems. So if the if the City injuries are true, I mean, I'm still suspicious of some of these injuries, and um, then it's a good opportunity for us. Even even with the injuries, it'll still be a good side. But I, I do think we can probably get something from the game. Yeah, it's, it's, just on the injuries thing, right? So Ederson is a precaution. You, you, you're, you're completely happy with that. The other ones, um, I was listening, uh, the, the top table done the podcast just before we come on. And Joe, the City fan was saying that it looks like David Silver will be out. He's not too bothered by that. He doesn't think Rodri will make it, even though he's back in training. You have, um, you know, the, you have Rodri, you have, obviously Laporte is out for them. Sane is obviously a long-term injury as well. Is this, a good, this has to be a good time to play them, even though they have a brilliant, brilliant squad. To be missing a couple of players like that, surely it's a good time to be playing them. You'd think so, wouldn't you? But we have been down this route before. Uh, that's where Man United last year. They were injury-ravaged, and then it got worse as the game went on for their injuries, and it didn't quite flow for us. So I'm just intrigued to know what City will do. Because last year, he, he, he did just set up for a draw, which, nothing wrong with that. Uh, I just don't know if he, I just know, don't know with their injuries, they might just go, they might think attack's the best form of defence, which could make, for once, a bit of an end-to-end game, which not, the Anfield game isn't always the most end-to-end of games. But I've got a sneaky feeling, because it's been hyped up so much, it'll be typical now, because it's been so hyped up, it'll be a proper drab game. Hopefully not. Um, I'm not, um, Stephen Max says topic, the state of the kit the clowns are wearing. Um, rhubarb and custards. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, um, horrendous. This is the city awake. It's been likened to some sort of, um, I don't know what way you say it. I call it an ice pop in Ireland. Um, I know there's an ice lolly and, and all sorts of variations in, in England and, and further afield, but it's, it's an horrendous looking jersey. Um, Presumably they'll just play in the normal blue on, on, on Sunday, so we won't have to uh, endure that. Um, Traz says uh, on YouTube, Traz, that's a new name. Uh, welcome, Traz. He says, uh, really hoping Otamendi starts on Sunday. What way do you think they go, Chris? Because they have Stones fit now. They have Otamendi. Um, I think it goes. I think it goes Stones because of Stones and Fernandinho or Stones and Otam uh, and. Stones and Fernandinho, he seems to, despite the fact both of them are now fit, mm. he, he seems to like Fernandinho at centre back. And the fact he's rest, the fact Stones didn't play tonight would make you think he's resting Stones. A bit like how we, we've rested Lovren for Gomez. Mm. Yeah. So. It's, it's, it's a strange one, isn't it? When you have like, you know, two centre, like, let, let's put it this way. If Laporte is fit, Laporte plays, alright? And he would play him with Stones and he, or he could play him with Otamendi. But without Laporte there, he obviously doesn't trust them two together. Obviously, it, 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 it smacks of, you know, I suppose, it's a, he, he doesn't trust the both of them together. He, he'll trust Laporte to get one of them through a game. It's a bit like Lovren Matip. Uh, as a partnership, it doesn't always work, but even one of the next to Van Dijk, who could talk him through it, it works. I assume that's probably what Fernandinho does. He, he, although he's not a centre-back, mm. he's vastly experienced. He could probably talk 
that talk stones through it and hopefully and probably from their point of view can't watch him any down if he plays mm. yeah it's just it's a strange and like uh, he will go he will go Walker right back um, Kevin Sullivan reckons he go Mendy uh, left back is Zinchenko injured or is it just Mendy's yeah he's, back? A, he's had a, he's had knee surgery okay so he, that's him out as well um, so Mendy is in there Mendy for me is really good going forward I, I don't rate him going the other way um, French Mar- he's a bit like the, he's a bit like the French Marino a defensive left that he can be gone at yeah and then like Salah having a run at him you know he's fast Mendy he's, he's, he's big and strong but I don't know I, I, I might fancy um, Salah against him I really might so you I, I'd, I'd be tempted to just for the first 10-15 minutes just play Marnie on the right because hmm. he's probably more in four and I just think he could probably give, give uh, Mendy a bit of a torrid time plus it's just something maybe City aren't expected yeah, you could switch it around just to, you know, we done it against Leicester where where we switched things mm. up a little bit and confused them. Uh, Stephen says we will battle the bollocks autumn on Sunday. Mane and coming. <laughs> let's let's see how that goes, Stephen. I love his confidence. Glenar seventy nine says one of Gav's sayings. It's one of them, isn't it? I'll stop doing that, Glenn. Thanks a million. <laughs> I like when people pull me up on these things because when you're talking, you actually don't have the time. You you're not. It's not registering what you're saying. You're just saying it, and then afterwards you listen back and go, yeah, that was that was awful. Um, the, Fer- the Fernando fella is getting sent off on Sunday if he is centre-back, um, says Stephen Mack. There's a lot of predictions going on with Stephen here, I'm being honest with you. He's very confident that those players getting sent off, Mane is doing all sorts of stuff, but we'll have to wait and see. In midfield, I've I seen Kevin Sullivan there say that um, he reckons it'll be, um, I think he has De Bruyne, he has Bernardo Silva, and he had, I can't remember the tour player he had in midfield for him. But Gundogan. Gundogan. Sorry, Gundogan. Gundogan, yeah. Um, is that where you think they'll go? I think that's, I think, the only, I think the only other option they've got for midfield is Foden, other than them three. Mm. I think everybody else, I think everybody else is out or playing centre back. Yeah, that's true, but did, uh, would you not, like, uh, I don't know, the, the thinking behind Fernandinho at, at centre half, I understand it is probably talking, <laughs> And very an untrusted centre half through a game. I get that, but do they lose something in midfield protection wise when the likes of Firmino is going to drop off into them spaces? You know, if an Oxlade Chamberlain plays and tries to get into them gaps, can we really see the Bruyne and 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 Bernardo Silva following following him? Gundogan is a nice footballer. He's a nice footballer. He really is, but. I don't know. I, I wouldn't. I think I, I think Gundogan's the problem. Uh, I don't think you have to worry about Bernardo Silva. He's he's got that sort of <coughs> tenacity, and I think he quite I think he quite enjoys the scrappy side of it and winning nearly free kicks and getting involved in it. He, 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 he does seem to quite relish in that. We saw that at Anfield last year. He quite likes that sort of side of the game. Mm. Plus, he's very talented. So, and De Bruyne, you know, as talented a player as he is, he, do, he does work his ass off. So. Mm. The one to pressure is probably Gundogan because he, out of the three of them, does not like being pressured. Uh, that's where Fernandinho is very, very good because in that centre of field, he doesn't panic when he's getting pressured. So I would think Gundogan's the one you've got to try and get around. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of comments coming in here with regards to how we can get at City. Kev says Bobby will pull that pairing into all kinds of trouble. They were caught out with balls over the top a lot tonight away to Atlanta. Um, you know, Jared Cahill says put Sterling into the stands early doors. Well, that just goes without saying. Um, I think. But, Ster- but the only thing is Sterling's due a good game on Anfield. He really is. He hasn't really had one, but he's, he's, he, due, he's he does, due a good one. He does seem to matured in the last eighteen months, and he seems yeah. to revel in that sort of thing now. You know, and he look. I know we don't like him because the way way he left, but he's. I'll probably say at the front three, he's their biggest threat. 
yeah, he absolutely is. There's no doubt about it. I think he's he's come on like brilliant at Liverpool, but he's come on so much in the as you said last twelve eighteen months. He's our main man now. Um, for me, he's absolutely our main man. Uh, Kev says Bernardo Silva's work rate against us last season was impressive. It absolutely was. You know, uh, somebody else says there. Matty says Fabinho was key. If he sets the pace early doors, the foundation is there for a huge scalp. Uh, let me see. Glenna says Sterling is key for City on Sunday. Think City would double up in the space Trent Alexander-Arnold live now that's an interesting one right because it brings me on to midfield air, air midfield and <coughs> there was a discussion earlier on on Twitter um, and basically it was around the midfield who would you start who wasn't and it was Sam McGuire said he would go with uh, Fabinho I think it was Fabinho Wijnaldum Ox right and his, his reasoning was that you know, would see you know how to deal with them, and the argument given back to him from air account was, well, could he could he get exposed in that side if he plays that side where Henderson would usually play? Could could City expose? Because I think this might be City's way home on on Sunday, where they, well, Newcastle they, they expo- look, yeah, they look to get in them spaces between, you know, Fabinho and their fullback where my of the pitch and look to get get the ball in there and then move. And that, that looks like it, it may be their way home on Sunday. Well, <laughs> we saw Newcastle at home. They exposed that side of Chamberlain's game. And he's openly admitted uh, he's probably not at, at his level yet. Uh, the other thing is, look, Chamberlain was very good last night, probably for the first hour or so. But the big thing about what I think people are missing with the Chamberlain situation was, as good as he was last night, he wasn't playing centre midfield. He was playing as a false nine mm. or left wing. Yeah. So it's so he had a good he had a good game I thought left wing slash false nine I think he is a different option I thought he was lively but we saw probably after an hour mark I saw Milner giving him pelters because he because he, he wasn't closing down he wasn't intense enough because he's coming back from a horrific injury he's still getting used to that intensity so I'm a I'm sort of thinking the other way going yes he played very well but he played very well as a as a false nine slash left winger that doesn't mean he plays into midfield yeah. Yeah, you see, uh, my, uh, and I uh, like uh, my only concern with it is, and I know people accuse me of, oh, Jordan Henderson, this Jordan Henderson, that, but against the, uh, I find Henderson against these better teams. Like if you look at Spurs there the other week, the Spurs aren't in great form, but they were looking to get down their right hand side, and Henderson covered off everything. He didn't give Danny Rose a minute. He was, you know, he was letting Trent go, but he was making sure it was covered. My concern will be is Chamberlain clued in enough. Uh, nothing about his ability is he cleared in enough in midfield to say to say I love going forward but part of my game here is actually to when Trent goes I have to sit here I have to be one of those midfield three now the argument against that Chris is when he was playing in the middle of midfield you know going back would it be a year and a half ago now nearly um, he was really good in there he worked very hard he, he got around the pitch he was a trek going forward like, don't get me wrong, going forward, he's better than Henderson. That, that's, I think it's fairly, fairly obvious. I just think in this sort of game, I would be a little bit more, a little bit more cautious in me, in me selection to make sure that, okay, we want to go and try win the game. And it's usually our front three and our fullbacks that, that are really, you know, massive parts of that. Can, can, yeah, we, can I, we afford that Chamberlain thing in there where we could be a little bit exposed in an area that I feel that you're going to look to expose us, regardless yeah, of the place? It is, I mean, it would be a bit of a curveball because it's <coughs> Klopp generally in these big games is probably more cautious than people give him credit for. He does tend to go for that midfield three because nine times out of ten, that midfield three gives us the, the solid base to allow 
the front three and our two wingers, our two fullbacks to do their, to do their positive work. Where that midfield three doesn't work is if one of the front three are out or two of the front three are out. I think then you need to switch up a, a formation or that because I think it's then it's too rigid. Mm. Uh, but also, this will be the first time Fabinho, I think, started against City in the league because he d- he didn't play in the Anfield game and he only he only came off the bench in the Etihad. Made a massive so difference in the Etihad. Yeah, so that's already something that City haven't haven't really dealt with before. I mean, they saw him in the in the, in the uh, charity shield, but it is a bit of a you know it's a glorified friendly, so you can't take too much from them. Yeah, like Kev says, if we start anything other than Henderson, Fabinho and Genie, then we are going to be giving up chances. Uh, Glenner says the main function of the midfield three um, in big games is to fill the spaces, the, the full-backs vacate. I'm absolutely, I'm absolutely with you on that. Um, <laughs> Stephen says, and the cap locker back on. Uh, bollocks the playing safe, this is our chance, go all in. Uh, Kev says we win this game by getting Trent and Salah Mendy. He hasn't played anything this intense in a long time. That's an interesting point, and not not just on 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 Trent and, and Salah getting at Mendy because of the intensity, but a lot has been made of you know the the, the fixture list Liverpool have had. You know, um, we've played Arsenal, we've played Chelsea, we've played Spurs, we've played Leicester, we played United. The only team left out of the top six um, last season is City for us to play. They've only played Spurs. Could this intensity be a factor because we've had intense games? on a fairly regular basis now since the start of the season. Whereas they've yeah. had games where you wouldn't think the intensity was great, apparently against Southampton that their intensity wasn't great. You know, so could that be an issue in this? I think it depends on your outlook. If you're a if you're a glass half empty kind of person, then you'll go, We've had lots of intense games, it's a lot of energy in the legs. Mm. City will be quite a lot fresher and they've not been worked as hard in theory. So mm. that could hurt us. But then the other way around it is we've had to grind and work our backsides off for a lot of results because we're playing Chelsea away, Man United away, Tottenham at home, you know, Leicester at home, which is tricky. Um, let's be fair, Sheffield United away is, a, is, a, is an absolute arse of the game. I'm quite yeah, glad we got that like out that the way early. This season anyway. Yeah, I'm quite glad we, I'm quite glad we got that. We've got Burnley away out the way early. Mm. You know, so that in some ways could work for us because as long as we keep it tight, we've got enough hit, we've got enough recent performances to go well it doesn't matter we're good bad or indifferent if we're within a goal which we have been all year we've generally got we've always got something out of the game it was only the Napoli game where it got, it got everybody should definitely come to Baltimore we have a way of speaking to each other through food it's really renewed for me my love of what I do it's going to take something far stronger than a pandemic to defeat us All of these businesses are taking precautions to make sure that everyone is safe. We're ready. See what we've got going on. Plan your visit at Baltimore.org. Away from us. Yeah, and it's it's just one of those where, I don't know, did he come into... I I can see City coming in and and being massively surprised by the intensity that's going to be in the game. I think they know what's coming when it comes to Liverpool. And vice versa, we know what's coming when it comes to when it comes to Man City. But, you know, moving, moving up the pitch for City, you know, and I will ask people that are guests this week more or less the same questions because I'm trying to get as much, a wide range of opinion on this as I can. So, so City up front, it looks like he's gonna go, look, he definitely goes Sterling. Aguero or Jesus, I'm not too sure where he goes there. And then what's he doing? Is he doing Mares? Is he doing Mares wide right? I think it's Sterling Mares Aguero because <laughs> Aguero's on the bench tonight. Yeah. So you would assume, Big game, the, the big game. You think Aguero would start? 
Uh, Sterling and then I suppose it's Mares because they can't play Bernardo Silva on the wing because of um, injuries and so that's their only other option really yeah cons- well that's if Rodri doesn't make it back um, yeah. I, 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 I can't could you see him putting Rodri in just to go back to the midfield for a second could you see him putting Rodri in if he gets three or four days training in him because we have spoken about the intensity of the game we have spoke of you know what Liverpool are going to try to do here against City could he risk Rodri, put him in there and with, say, a Gundogan and a, a, De, a De Bruyne and put Bernardo Silva up top, up front on the right hand side? Well, I don't know if he risks it. I don't, it's very I hard don't to know. see a player he, coming back into a game like this. He might risk it if he, if he switches formations like a, like a 4 2 3 1. So it's mm-hmm. almost like Rodri and Gundogan just almost like sit next to each other. Mm-hmm. A bit like a, bit like, a bit like a reverse way of how we do ours and make them go through their fullbacks a bit more. That'd be one way, but. It'd be surprising because, but push away, if he did, you'd be telling all the Liverpool players get around him early. Let's let's see how um, let's see how fit he really is because we've seen with well we've seen the box he's been out for a year. We've seen Casey's been out for a little while. Mm. You know, the three or four get you know three or four games. It takes you three or four games to get close to a, a rhythm. So it'd be a risk, but you never know. You might it could be a little bit of needs must. Yeah, talking about the stages of of anticipation for this game, Morbid Angel is better than death is the name on YouTube. I'm just going to call you Morbid Angel if that's okay. Uh, he says he's been restless for ages. He's so nervous and counting down down the days until Sunday. Uh, yeah, you go through all this and then you'll probably get you'll probably get um to around Saturday and you'll be real defiant and then Sunday it'll kind of hit you again. That's usually what happens to me. And then come kick off, I'm like, whatever happens, happens. I can't affect it. You know, I'm just a bloke watching it. Uh, just a, just yeah, a YouTube just YouTube goals against City, that'll calm me down for a yeah, little bit. absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Uh, but it'll be interesting now. It'll be very interesting to see if, if Moore has made it this Edison situation um, with Claudio, Claudio Bravo possibly being in goal. I think you're right, though. I think it's just a slight precaution that he went, get him off. Get him off. Uh, yeah. Kev, Kev says, if Rodri plays as a bonus, he's nowhere near ready. Uh, Dunham says, no, no experience of this game, uh, Rodri. Yeah, he has no experience of this game. That's a very fair point. Bar the, the charity shield, but as you said, the charity shield is, you know, it's it's, it's nothing to... Um, it's nothing to kind of to kind of go on. Gav, give me your prediction for the City game. I say three nil. Um, I'll give it to you at the end, Kirkus. I'll give it to you at the end. It may change during the week, depending on if if any talk comes out about who might play for both sides. I'll give you an early prediction. Uh, Dunno reckons he go four two three one. That's just what, yeah. Dunno, you're just backing up what Chris said there. He could do something where he goes four two three one. He could even go with he could even go with with De Bruyne in there alongside the Gundogan. He could do. You know, but uh, then again, you're looking to find more players. So if you have him in there, you'd have Bernardo Silva, you'd have Sterling. Could he do Mares and then, and then Aguero the, top? He could do something o- like that. The other left field option you could do, and you, you've, you've heard him toying with the idea, he's doing a three at the back, using Walker as a, as a right-sided centre-back. Mm. Uh, then he could play, is it Cancelo? The, uh, the, yeah. the guy that then is, it plays the Cancelo and then these strengths of, Pushing on, and that—I mean—that's what United did to keep our fullbacks quiet. Yeah, so that's the only—that's well, the only thing he could try a bit left field. But I, I think I think Cancelo might have started against Southampton at the weekend, and Mendy started tonight. Could there be something in that where they might could go be. back to Cancelo? They could do. And, and the only reason I'm saying that is, is Cancelo to me looks a bit more—is he more right footed than anything else? I think he's right, but I think he thought he was <coughs> competition for Walker. But you tend to see with right backs, he flips to left back. They, they two. Tends to be a bit more 
solid defensively because they're obviously not on the strongest foot. Yeah, no, because I'm just thinking if he's up against Salah and Salah likes to cut inside, he's cutting onto this guy's stronger foot as opposed to Mendy who's very much left-footed. It could be something in that as well. Um, Mystery Man says, Pep just said, not sure on Edison for the weekend. Have to see. Don't believe that for a minute, Mystery Man. Uh, if, if if he's taking off as a precaution, he's playing at the weekend. You know, Pep, they keep telling you that these guys are out for weeks and weeks and weeks and two weeks later they come back. Um, Steven says he's so chilled about this game, it's starting to worry him. He, he says it could be the volume, though, so that, that's fair enough as well. Uh, formation for us, 2-4-4. Four, four. Uh, says Steven, 4-1 to Liverpool. He's gone with his 4-1 again. That's... Um, yeah, that's just what, that, that's what, just what Steven does. Uh, let me see. Kevin Sullivan says, if he does what we think, uh, what, what myself and Chris were just discussing there, Bobby drops in and makes it 4v2 or 3 in midfield. We'd have to wait and see. Bobby would be huge in what he does with regards to, I, I could see him trying to pin himself on, on, um, Fernandinho, believe it or not, and trying to get Fernandinho out, out of the gap, you know, pull him out into gaps and, and then expose it in behind and, and, basically let the lads go at, go at stones it could be something like that Kerker says we re- we need to show real intent on Sunday we shouldn't need any team talk Pe- Pep has done it for us yeah he talks a lot about Liverpool doesn't he, he he's brought his kids and everything into it today about oh the kids say they're lucky and I'm saying they're not and all it sounds to me like he's covering for himself after the comments he made about Mane at the weekend but Chris Give me, give me. T- I probably won't speak to you before. You know, well, I will speak to you, but I won't speak to you on this show before the weekend comes. But give me a lineup for Liverpool, and between us, we'll try pick a City one, and then we'll give early predictions. Uh, right. So he'll go. Usual. He'll be Allison in goal. Mm-hmm. Then Trent, Lovren, Van Dijk, and Robertson. Mm-hmm. I think he'll go with the the midfield three that the internet seems to hate. Mm-hmm. Which is Genie, Hendo, and Fabino, mm-hmm. and the usual front three. The only thing I think he might do is I think he might switch Manny to the right for the first 10, 15 minutes to have a go at, to have a go at Mendy. Yeah. And, yeah, I, do you know what? I think I more or less agree with that team. The only, the only thing I want to see on Sunday from that team, well, I want to see a good performance from that team. The, the, the thing I want to, I want, the stages of Lovren during the game is what worries me. You know, starts off well, we get on top, he gets cocky. He messes up and then he falls to pieces. I just want to see Lovren. If he needs to kick it out, just kick it out. You know, um, don't rush into, don't be rash. And Aguero seems to like playing against. Him. Um, he really does. He, I, he does, but uh, touch wood because um, I'll get blamed if this happens. I don't think he's good at Anfield yet, though, is he? He's brilliant. He's brilliant at, at the Etihad. He destroys us. Yeah, I, I don't think he has. Now that I think of it, I don't think he still, has. It's not that he hasn't played well. It's just that the chances of, of tend to fall into Sterling or Mares, just the way it falls sometimes. Yeah, Kev says I, he genuinely looks at the City back four midfield and really feels that we can hurt them in so many ways, out wide and centrally. Um, as long as the fullbacks commit, we will win. Yeah, and you know something? That's a fair point as well, Chris, because we have seen Liverpool play games, and I'm thinking about Man United away here. And they seem to sit back and let's see what the other team has, and they struggle to get into a rhythm. Then I'd like to see us go go from early here yeah. and get a rhythm fairly quickly. Um, I, I, think, I think the reason I, I think the reason I play on that midfield three that the internet seems to hate is I think you want Henderson to help Trent out because if he's, if he's going to have Sterling against him, he's going to need a lot of help. Mm. And I think that maybe the one game where you've got to say to Wijnaldum, almost you you're going to have to sit in De Bruyne because if he gets a half a yard of space. We've, we've seen the balls he can put in. 
Yeah. And it's, it's ridiculous, the, uh, the balls he can put in. But that, defensively, that, I think that's the reason we have them too. Yeah. The, the Marez one is interesting for me. I thought he was the best player at Anfield last season. He misses the penalty, alright, but I thought he was the best player. In a game where City did come looking for a draw and got it, they could have won it with that penalty, but I thought Marez was bright. So, you know, Robertson will have to be on his game there. But hopefully, the, as Kev says there, the fullbacks do come in and make, make Sterling and make Marez go back and help. You know, and alright, if you lose the ball 20 yards from their goal, fine. You know, just don't hang around halfway with a bit of trepidation that, oh, if something happens here, we need to be, we need to be, you know, on the cover very, very fast. Yeah. And, and that's where Wijnaldum and, and Henderson comes in. I can, I can see Fabinho there. I can see, I can see Wijnaldum coming in and trying to, whoever plays on that right hand side of midfield, of the midfield three for City, I can see Wijnaldum trying to sit in them. I reckon it will be, um, Kevin De Bruyne. And it'll probably be up to, to, to Firmino to probably come back in and have a look at the other one and, and mm. kind of hang around him, you know, that kind of way. So we'll have to, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Glenner says we will set up not to lose. He parked the bus as much as Pep could last season at Anfield. The only thing is, I think he will take a draw, but I think if he loses, it's, 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 it's yeah. a major, major problem. Dunno says Van Dyke set his goal back it. Uh, Dunno, we'll get to that later on in the week and, uh, we'll have our free bet for the game. Oh, just to let you know, we won, we won 15 quid at the weekend because Liverpool, of course, won and both teams scored. So we got 15 quid out of that just to let you know. So the, the pot is up to 25 quid, lads. Uh, we're flying now. We're absolutely flying. And, um, we, we'll, we'll put more bets on probably on the Friday night show. We'll pick the bets. There won't be a show on this Saturday, but we'll, we'll be back after the game on Sunday. Um, Glenner says the fullbacks won't cross the halfway. Defence will be ten yards deeper. No way he turns up and goes uh, toe to toe. That's obviously he's talking about Pep Guardiola. There. If he plays Mendy, the, the Mendy only plays one way. But I can see him telling Walker to tuck in because Walker did that last time. Mm. So it almost become a three at the back. My only slight concern, as only a slight concern with Liverpool, is I do think our front three have not been at their clinical best because even the Villa game, game class nights. Tottenham, as well as we played, we did only score two, and maybe this is nitpicking, but there was definitely opportunities where we should have done better than we did. That's my only slight concern, because I don't think as good or bad or indifferent as they are at the back, you're not going to get massive chances in these games. So we've got to be a bit more, I think we've got to be a little bit more ruthless when we get the chances. Yeah, I think that's a fair point. Um, We have been, I've said it, away to United, away to Villa. Fairly dominated, but just went clinical enough. And I think this game, you know, you're giving up a few more chances than they usually do. And if we get them, we need to put them away because, you know, you, you might get two or three good ones and you probably have to put two of them, if not three of them away in a game like this because we've kept three clean sheets all season, I think. You know, so it's not like we're, we're absolutely, you know, blocking everything out with the back and, and you know, scoring against us is an no-go area at the moment. So it's, it's, it's one of those. Um, Dunno says smash the like button. Yeah, if you're on YouTube, smash the like button. And I know Stephen said the same. If you're on YouTube, hit the like button. It's the best way to build a base in here and we get, um, we get more people in and more opinions. Dunno says let's get it to 5,000. Is that the, the, the money that we, we're gonna give away to charity at the end of the season? Well, we're 25 quid in. So, um, we're not, we're not doing great, but we're not doing, at least it's not zero. So think of up, think up good realistic bets for Friday night. Stephen, that doesn't mean 4-1 with Mane Hattrick, just to let you know. Um, the, the City team, I'll give you a City team, Chris, and see what you think, right, if you agree with it. So Ederson will play, I think. I think it'll be Walker. I think it'll be Stones, Fernandinho, Mendy. I think it'll be Gundogan, De Bruyne, Bernardo Silva, Marez, Sterling, Aguero. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I think so, yeah. That, that sounds about right. Yeah, are you happy with that? Uh 
Right, early predictions. Now, you might change during the week, and if you do, you can just send me a message on WhatsApp and go, listen, I've changed that, and I'll stick her on Twitter to let people know so you don't get abused afterwards. Early predictions for you. What are you going for? Uh, I'm going to go for a tight 2-1 win. 2-1. Do you want to give me some goal scorers? Uh, I'm going to go Mane and, just because just it'd be funny, uh, Lovren. Okay. Lovren, yeah, okay. <laughs> Glenner says, I don't, think, "I don't think he will score, but it will be funny." I don't know. I don't know whether Glenner is just copy and pasting this now. He's saying, "Gav's saying it's one of those." Did I do it again? If I done it again, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stephen Max says, "Gav twenty quid on four one and the fiver on the draw." Uh, we listen. Come Friday, anybody watching this, join us on Friday, and we will definitely pick out a couple of bets. I haven't gone with the full twenty quid on something. Um, at all really this season I've kind of split into 10, 5 and 5 so one that's realistic one that's a bit off the wall and then one that's mad um, so you're going to go for my you're going to go for one of my like Robertson or Gomez ones again yeah well do you know what I had I had one at the weekend and I thought it might come up and I can't remember what it was now but it was like 14, 15 to 1 but it never did in the end but we still got a, a few quid back off the Liverpool to win on both teams to score Kevin Sullivan has 2-1 a man a brace uh, my prediction I'm going to I'm going to go for nil Liverpool God get on you um, and it's an early prediction and it's probably just because it's early in the week <laughs> and it's bad confident and um, some, as somebody says there uh, Chris's uh, Chris's uh, sickness sounds terminal thoughts and prayers with him so listen we'd like to give Chris a big send off before he dies next Monday <laughs> so um, uh, we go for nil. I, I just feel I just feel that I'm, look, we're talking around City there and they seem to be plugging a few gaps. Now, don't get me wrong. When you look through the time, they've a fantastic goalkeeper. They have decent fullbacks. Centre-halves are worried. They're really, really strong in midfield, particularly the Bruyne of uh, Silva. And then up front, they have men that can do, do all sorts of A bit like we have. But, but I just feel that the intensity that we, we should go into this game at, we can get at them wide. But I feel that we can get at them in around the box and open them up a few times. If we are at our clinical best, I can see a score in three or four. Um, so early prediction, and it may change tomorrow, it may change Friday, it may change the day of the game. I'm going for in Liverpool, and I think it'll be nine points clear. I, I genuinely, I can, I can see something mad happening here. Oh, I'd, I'd, I'd like a lovely, straightforward win, but we don't normally do that to ourselves, do we? Sadly, no. And I think if we're going to get 4 nil, it could be one of those where we're 1 nil up um, a half time. You know, get a second one early, they come out, we get a third, and then, you know, one late on, you know, a Rigi or something like that. Scorers wise, I have an awful feeling on Wijnaldum. It's not an awful feeling, I just have a real hunch on Wijnaldum for some reason. Uh, I always like the thoughts of Mane scoring. Salah the other night, much more lively. Looked much fitter, stronger, quicker, little snatchy at things, but I think he could turn around as well. It's 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 one of those. Chris Pross says Ederson has a muscle injury, so we'll have to wait and see how bad that muscle injury is. Stephen says he could talk me into anything. You don't think you've talked me into it? I'll probably talk myself out of it come the end of the week, Stephen. To be perfectly honest with you, go on, Chris. Oh, sorry, I thought you were going to run in there and say something to me. No, I was trying not to die. So. <coughs> you are? I was trying not to die. All right, yeah, well, you're, doing, you're doing a good job. You've lasted 38 minutes without dying, so, you know, um, you know, medals in the post and all that sort of thing. Uh, but look, uh, 
The only well, thing it's not it's not city related city related is, but um, I do hope think he gets better soon. There, Gomez that that injury was horrific. Oh yeah, now a little update on that, and most people will know um, Son's red card has been rescinded. I think it's put back to a yellow. But listen, that's, that's, so. that's not the story. So. It's, it looks like, I think it's, it was a fractured dislocation of the ankle. Yeah. Uh, Andre Gomez has had successful surgery on that. He's been discharged from hospital, I think, and he's, he, he will begin rehab with Everton's medical team. I, mm. uh, listen, any football fan around the world, regardless of who you support, uh, you have to wish that guy all the best of luck and hopefully he's back on the football pitch as soon as possible because yeah. uh, it was, a, it was, it was a freak thing to happen. You know, it wasn't yeah, malicious. It, was, yeah. it was a free no. thing, and you could see by the reaction of Son in particular, he was he was heartbroken at, at what happened. So you have to you have to wish yeah. Andre Gomez the absolute best of luck in, in his recovery. You know. Yeah, the other positive is uh, I believe Sean Cox's family going to be at the, the match, aren't they? Yes, uh, Sean Cox's wife um, and his kids are going to be at Anfield. Um, it's Sean's first time back at Anfield since he was attacked um, in April 2018. Mm. Um, outside Anfield by a couple of Roma fans it's great to see him back it's, obviously with that news his rehabilitation must be coming on really well but it'll be great for him and his family to get back there and I'm sure the crowd on Sunday will um, will, will give him a, a proper reception um, before and during the game hopefully but it's, it's great to see a guy that literally went to a game of football and, and, and got you know, ambushed. Let's be honest about it, and it's affected him and his. And we know here that the LFC day trip is affected. We, we've interviewed his wife, you know, about the, the whole situation. So we've been in contact with the family, and, and we've made a donation to the family with regards to um, his care. So to see him back at Anfield on Sunday will be will be will be brilliant. To be perfectly honest with you, um, I think that's about it, Chris. Is there anything else you want to touch on before we go? <laughs> um, the, other, the other thing, to just give a little shout out for is. Uh, as Joe Boggs, you know, because I follow the women's football, mm. uh, they're playing at Anfield on 17th of November. Oh, they're back at Anfield. Uh, Who are they playing this time? Uh, they're playing Everton. Um, first, first league, the first ever league game at Anfield for the women. Okay. Uh, so tickets are a fiver, but they've just announced now they've just opened the cop up. Mm. So they were just, just opening the lower Kenny, but now they've opened the cop up as well. So Deadly. it's a fi- fiver for adults and that fiver entitles an adult to go with up to three children under the age of 16. Brilliant. So, so 17th of November, which, Will be the weekend of the, the international break. Yes, so people, yeah. if you if people if you're around Liverpool, even if you're just visiting Liverpool and you want to get some football in, go and watch the women's team. Seventeenth uh, of November at Anfield against Everton. A fiver in for an adult, like it's nothing, and you can go and sit on the cop and watch that as well. Yeah. The only, the only thing is, you have to pre-book your tickets. You can't pay on the door for this one, unfortunately. Yeah, but LFC.com is Liverpool is it? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Well, there you go. Um, as I said before. Uh, keep following us on Twitter, subscribe, and as a, a couple of the lads here said tonight, subscribe, hit the like button, hit the bell icon, every time we go live, you get a notification, be in with a chance of winning the prize by the end of the month as well, but as I said, and I've said it since the very start of, of this podcast, since I started back on July the 4th, I think it was, the more people we get in here, it's not a, I don't want subscribers for subscribers, because, the, listen, if I have a million subscribers, it makes very little difference to, to me. Um, I don't get anything out of this, let's be honest about it. But it means more opinion. It means more people giving more opinion. It leads to more, I wouldn't say arguments, more debates. And it's just, it makes for a better show. It really does. But, and like, anyone watching this, if you go back and look at the comments, the people that are in here commenting on it, um, from Stephen to, to Kev to, to Matty to Kirkers, any, anyone that's there, you know, it's, it's, um, it's intelligent 
comments that come in. It's not just people coming on and just lashing in whatever they think, uh, unless Stephen is drunk. But we, we allow that Stephen's, Stephen's our resident drunk yeah. who's on Valium. So, you know, it's, just, just subscribe, go and subscribe and, and look, you might, you might pick it up and you might go, oh yeah, I like that and, and you can go and watch it. As a course, it's available on Periscope as well. Uh, it's available on iTunes, it's available on all your podcast apps, Spotify, all that sort of stuff. Um, let me see, Matty says, as long as the obligatory 19 more wins tweet is sent out on Sunday evening, Gab, I'll be made up. Yeah, I, I have this, sorry, just to, just to touch on this before we go, I have this thing, Chris, I don't know if you know, but last, the start of last season, I said 30 wins should do it for us, right? And we ended up with 30 wins, 7 draws and, and, a, and a defeat. And people went, no, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't. And I, I, I said, no, well, this season it will. So I'm counting it down from 30 wins. And my point is, 30 wins gives you 90 points with 8 games left. If we get another 20 wins, I think it puts us on 91 with 7 games left. So that's just the way I'm thinking about it. And it's a superstition. And if I can, if I can type that tweet on Sunday evening or around what? 7 p.m. or whatever time the game finishes and I can say 19 more wins I'll absolutely be delighted Chris anything else before we go last chance uh, nothing for me. I'll su- I'm surprised we've had no random questions tonight we don't have loads yeah do you know what we need to we need to brush up on these random questions um, and you know what people people have said to me like uh, you know you, you know what you should do just have a show where there's completely random questions I can do that and we'll probably do it through the international break. But random questions, I like to see them in the last five minutes so you can just remember them and throw them out. There. So, um, tomorrow night, let's let's see how we get on, right? Tomorrow night is Thursday night. We will be back at 10 p.m. And 10 p.m., you can throw in as many random questions as you want and we throw in a bit of football while we're at it. That's it. Uh, Chris is going off to try survive um, and see if he can make it to Sunday at half past four. And if he does, he's going to pre-book himself a ticket to the Liverpool ladies at Anfield on November the seventeenth. Stephen's off to take. Um, Stephen's off to take a small bit more volume by the looks of it, and he promises me he's going to knock off that caps lock button. Uh, Champo Steve says Bobby and Mane two one for me. There's the last prediction I'm going to read out tonight. Thank you, Steve. That's been it. That's been the Fatback Four Daily. We'll talk to you tomorrow night. Over and out. Hey, don't forget the Johnsons are coming over. I want to find a rosé Jill hasn't tried yet. Let's go exploring at Total Wine. Their prices are ridiculously low. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more. Hey, don't forget the Johnsons are coming over. I want to find a rosé Jill hasn't tried yet. Let's go exploring at Total Wine. Their prices are ridiculously low. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more. Sports Social Podcast Network.